Are you ready for the big game? At The Designery, we can help you arrange your kitchen in the perfect way to feed everyone coming over for the big game. I'm Dana Merrill, the owner of The Designery in North Raleigh. And I am True Merrill. I am the project manager. The Designery is a lovely kitchen, bath, and closet remodeling company. We do pretty much any of the utility spaces in your house. If you want to store things in your cabinets, if you want to work on things on your countertops, if you want to uh, have a floor that can get wet or muddy, we're the place to help Help you fix your home up. We are the Designery North Raleigh, located at 3030 Wake Forest Road in the Holly Park Plaza. We would love to see you or visit our website at thedesignery.com. Wolfpack ain't for soft, it ain't for soft people. There's a plane waiting for you to take it to St. Louis? Absolutely, absolutely. And I don't have to tell you people. We got better tonight. I mean, that's a triple play. You know, it's welling up inside of you, so get it out. It's therapeutic. I'm listening. Hey, happy Thanksgiving. Welcome back to another episode of Pack Therapy. I am Joe Giglio, your host. And NC State improves to 4-1 and one in the ACC with a 28-14 win over Florida State. Going to talk a little bit about that win and what's next for NC State, the most important game they've had in 11 years in football. Also want to talk about the men's basketball season, which starts on Tuesday. This episode will feature some time on the Pack Therapy Couch with men's basketball coach Kevin Keats. But first, want to thank Rusty Helser for his outstanding production work and Mosquito Authority and Pest Authority for sponsoring Pack Therapy. We have a new episode every Monday on Apple, Spotify, Google, or WRALsportsfan.com. Please subscribe or follow so you don't miss an episode. And if you'd be so kind, give us five stars in the rating. The Mosquito Authority and Pest Authority. No mosquitoes, no pests, no contracts, guaranteed. If you're in the Triangle, Sandhills, or Fayetteville, please check them out at BugsBite.com. All right, another big game for Devin Leary this week. The Wolfpack quarterback throws for four more touchdowns in a 28-14 road win against Florida State. First time since 2002. That NC State has beaten Clemson and Florida State in the same season. Kind of crazy. If you think about it, that 2 season is probably another one of those years NC State should have won the ACC championship. They did not, though. 1979 remains the last time the Wolfpack was the ACC champions. 2010, they came awfully close, too. More about that in a second, though. NC State beats Florida State, and they get out of this game with their health intact. And I think that's big for this week's showdown with Wake Forest. And just how big is this game in Winston-Salem on Saturday night, you ask? Well, this is NC State's first November game of significance since that 2010 season, when it went to Maryland on the last weekend of the regular season with a chance to win the Atlantic Division, only to lose 38-31. Hello, Torrey Smith. Winston-Salem has not been kind to NC State recently. The Wolfpack has lost eight of its past nine trips there. Phillip Rivers, Russell Wilson, Mike Glennon, Ryan Finley, all of their NFL quarterbacks lost there. Basically, the only time NC State has won at what used to be called Grove Stadium this century is when Wake Forest literally had the worst offense in the history of the ACC. That's obviously not the case for Wake Forest now under Dave Clawson, who has done just a superb job. They are coming off of their first loss of the season, though, and it was a difficult loss at North Carolina, an emotional game but it wasn't a conference game. So there's plenty for the Deeks to refocus on this week. I don't like State's chances to simply outscore Wake, which means 
it will be a particularly important week for the defense. Once again this week, I was impressed with linebacker Drake Thomas, safety Tanner Ingle. I thought they were really good against Florida State. So was linebacker Vi Jones, who continues to show his just outstanding athleticism and his ability to contain quarterbacks. I thought defensive tackle Corey Durden, a Florida State transfer, also had an emotional performance this week. It will be all hands on deck for NC State's defense against Wake Forest. I think if they can hold Wake to 35 points, which would actually be the Deeks' season low, I think NC State can win the game. But we'll have to see. I think it's also important that NC State beat Wake Forest last year. We talked last week about what was the value of last year. I think breaking that little jinx against Wake and Clawson was helpful. We'll see if it pays off for them this week in what will be a huge football game. But the basketball season starts on Tuesday with a home game against Bucknell. Year five for men's basketball coach Kevin Keats. That doesn't even seem possible. I was able to catch up with Kevin on Friday and cover a variety of topics on the upcoming season, including the status of big man Manny Bates. On average, people spend over a third of their life sleeping, yet most sleep disorders go undiagnosed. I'm Megan Gigling, General Manager of Parkway Sleep Health Centers. Sleep struggles left untreated can lead to health problems and have a serious effect on your quality of life. We've served the Triangle for 20 years. Let us help you get the sleep you've been dreaming of. If you're in need of a sleep study, a knowledgeable doctor, CPAP machine, or supplies, Parkway has you covered. For more information or to schedule an appointment, visit parkwaysleep.com. Sound sleep. Sound health. Are you ready for the big game? At The Designery, we can help you arrange your kitchen in the perfect way to feed everyone coming over for the big game. I'm Dana Merrill, the owner of The Designery in North Raleigh. And I am True Merrill. I am the project manager. The Designery is a lovely kitchen, bath, and closet remodeling company. We do pretty much any of the utility spaces in your house. If you want to store things in your cabinets, if you want to work on things on your countertops, if you want to uh, have a floor that can get wet or muddy, we're the place to help you fix your home up. We are the Designery North Raleigh, located at 3030 Wake Forest Road in the Holly Park Plaza. We would love to see you or visit our website at thedesignery.com. Let me welcome to the couch a very special guest this week, and that is NC State basketball coach Kevin Keats. Kevin Keats is now entering, I can't believe I'm about to say this, his fifth season at NC State. Does not seem possible, Kevin, but year five is upon us. Tuesday night, season starts. What do you think? Well, Joe, you're right. And you know what? It's been a, it's been five years, and, you know, when you're having some fun, and I've had some fun through this, and I know you have too, and a lot has changed in five years. But um, we are really, really excited about opening our season on Tuesday and you know, obviously the way things happened the last couple of years because of the pandemic, uh, we're excited that we're going to even have fans in attendance uh, when we start the season. Yeah, that'll be a big change for your group after last year playing mostly in empty buildings, if not all empty buildings. Uh, and also, I'm sure the protocols change too for your group this year. Then you get to have some meals together. Your travel will be somewhat normal, I would expect. Um, how, how do you kind of approach with this group to realize, hey, like this actually might be some fun, right? In terms of you, you have the normal slog of a season, but this feels like it might actually be an opportunity to have some fun with your group. Yeah, you know, Joe, especially last year, it, it, I felt like that we were all, and I say we, 
including my players, I feel like that we were all independent contractors. Yeah. Uh, we would just show up and, you know, we would get together, but we couldn't really hang out together. We couldn't really, you know, our, the locker room for players is one of the most sacred places they get to hang out and chat and they couldn't do that. It was a lot of grab and go stuff. And so it's great just to be a little bit normal um, to, to be able to sit down with your team in the film room and, you know, have some conversations with them and then meet with them in the locker room and those type of things. And, you know, when you look at our roster, Joe, we, we've got at least six guys um, outside of the exhibition, which was the first time that ever played in front of more than, you know, three to 400 people. And, you know, our sophomores and Cam Hayes and Darion Sebron and, you know, uh, E.B. DeWan and Jalen Gibson, they never had that opportunity. And then some of the freshmen never even took official visits because they weren't allowed to. So we're excited just for things to, to for us to call things normal right now. And speaking of normal, uh, I've gone now, what, two minutes without asking. Normally you have Manny Bates in the middle of your lineup, and I'm, I'm sure you're counting on that this season. We did not see him in the exhibition game. Exhibition games are what they are. But I am. I I think you need to calm some fears on the Wolfpack side here about Manny and his status and and his availability moving forward here. Well, he he's doing great for those who want to know. They do. Um, and, and and this is this is completely Joe. This has been a coach's decision. Um, you know, I I wanted him. He's worked out. Um, I know you know some people. I've seen some videos where he's worked out. He's been very good, and he's had some good practices for us. Uh, we just – I have decided in our closed-door scrimmage and our exhibition that because we've got two guys in Jalen Gibson and E.B. DeWana who really didn't play a lot, I wanted to get those guys to get a chance to play against some outside competition just to get some experience And because we're going to need those guys, both of those guys, to be able to play this year. And so it's been a coach's decision, um, you know, not to play him in the exhibition and also in the scrimmage because I wanted to take a look at those guys, give them some opportunities to play. But he will be available on Tuesday, and he will be playing Tuesday. This is just, as we like to call it in the NBA, load management, some maintenance with the shoulder because he's had the, the shoulder, both shoulder issues actually in his career. Yeah, you know, Joe, I wouldn't even say it's because of the um, the shoulder more. So Manny's played a lot of minutes for us over the years. And then last year he had such an expanded role. And, you know, with those big guys, you want to make sure that you kind of take care of them and all that other stuff. So for me, it's not more so me where we were trying to protect some type of injury with him. It's more so, hey, I want to get somebody some opportunities. And, you know, the great thing about it, he's been tremendous with it. He's actually been – you know, uh, if everything ever happens, you know, J.J. and Roy may get fired because Manny's turned into a heck of a big man coach. I think those two young fellas, you know, come to him more than they do them about questions about what to do in the post. So it's been good. And, yes, he has um, expanded uh, his range. Uh, that doesn't necessarily mean that when we go into the game on Tuesday that he's going to be shooting threes. <laughs> I think you'll see some of that stuff throughout the entire year. But, uh, don't expect him to all of a sudden come out and he's banging down threes. It won't happen that easy for him, you know. Yeah, well, I think one of those players that you're going to count on uh, to score this season, we'll just talk a little bit about your fifth team here. I think you have some players that people are familiar with, and I'm, I'm guessing they're going to be the bus drivers this year. And that starts with Manny, obviously, in his role. But I think Jericho Helms is a kid kid at this point senior who, you know, you guys have developed in his time there in NC State, and he's he's kind of 
he's shown the progress that you would have want to see out of him. And then particularly in the second half of last season when Devin Daniels went out with his injury, you saw him take another step. Uh, do you believe that Jericho has even another step in him to be really uh, the leader and, and primary scorer on this team? Yeah, Joe, Jericho has been tremendous. Um, you know, we talk, we've talked about Manny, but also we'll speak of Jericho and how both of those guys have become really good basketball players over the year. And, you know, both have changed so much between the time that they were a freshman. Um, you know, our unfortunate situation with Devin was um, very traumatic to our team. Um, the bright spot, if there is a bright spot, is you know, we had a chance to play Jericho at some small forward and play a little bit more on the perimeter. And, man, he was great. He carried our team. You know, he picked up the scoring load. Um, he became more of a complete player. Uh, I do think, Joe, that there is room for more improvement. Um, his decision-making, um, he's passing the ball a lot better than he's ever done before. Um, he's able to play multiple positions for us. And more than anything, I think he realizes, him and Manny, that they're the older guys. And it, when you get older, you want to take control of the team a little bit so his voice means a lot and what he says carries a long way. And he's been really good in the locker room for us. And I'm really excited about the start of the season for him also just to see how much he has grown just from last year. And he's not the most vocal guy in the history of the world, and, and, and neither is Manny, but there, that doesn't mean you can't be a leader, right? Like you could still lead by example. Yeah, and you know what, Joe, you, you're hitting on it. Those guys work so hard in everything that we do, and they've kind of taught the young guys that when, when they're going through drills, they never dog it. They don't save anything. They, they put out every moment. They're, they're our hardest working guys outside of when we have in practice. And so they've led uh, not just by their voice, but also by their actions. You've done well in your career in adding transfers. I am curious how Casey Morsell, a player obviously we're familiar with in the ACC because he was at Virginia. But, I, you know, let's be honest, it's like the, the diametric opposite of, of your system would be Virginia's, right? So how do, how do you get a guy who we've known in the ACC play – who we know is obviously a really good athlete, and you can't play in Virginia's program without being able to play on the defensive side of the ball. How do you kind of convince Casey to expand his game and have that show that offensive side that maybe we haven't seen the scoring side in his college career so far? Yeah, he was so excited for the opportunity. And just like any kid that leaves any program, whether it's mine or another program, just to have a fresh start. And I think, you know, what we provided for him is an opportunity to play a little bit different, a little bit more like he played in high school where he was more of a scorer. He can get out of transition and really utilize his athletic ability. But he's been really good. You know, he, you know, he's been one of our leaders. He's been one of our pleasant surprises coming in. You know, he had a very good closed-door scrimmage. And I was, was going to say, I, my sources say the secret scrimmage went fairly well for Casey. Yeah, he was good. And then, Joe, you know what happens? You get in the exhibition game and you want a kid to play well. And um, I think, you know, just like everybody else, this was his yeah. first time a having bit. a chance to play yeah. against. And he pressed a little bit. And, you know, the shots didn't fall the way he wanted to. Um, but to his credit, he came back the next day that we practiced and he was back being Casey. And so he will have a huge role. Uh, it'll take him a little time. He's going to have some ups and downs early. Uh, I will remind everybody of Al Freeman when he was here and initially everybody said, man, go back to Bailey. You can't play. 
And then when he goes seven for seven at Carolina, he's the biggest hero. Right. You can stay here. That's fine. And so he's got some of those similarities, Joe. He's, He's a guy who is um, excited about his opportunity, a tremendous kid, hard worker. He is a great defender and give credit to, you know, UVA for what they've done defensively over the years. And they've, you know, they've provided him with a lot of great foundation stuff. And we just want to add to what we have here. This is going to sound strange because it's been a criticism of yours early in your career. But I think college football has shown the fans and, and the media at large the transfer portal is not a bad thing, okay? You get good players. Yes, you lose some good players. No doubt about that, right? But you also get good players in return. And I think for whatever reason, it has taken this college football season to kind of hammer home the point to, to what you said. Hey, sometimes people just want a fresh start, right? Like Shaquille Moore is, is obviously a player people had, had high hopes for. And had, speaking of people who had a great game against Carolina, Shaq Moore did. But he was looking for a different a different start, right? And now you get a guy in Casey Morsell, he 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 wants a new start. And I think it's odd. This is something you've dealt with, right? Going back to Hargrave, like p- people come and go, and, and you've kind of made a uh, a career out of being able to find those players and add those players and get the best out of them. I'm just kind of curious if if you've sensed. I know you're in your basketball tunnel right now, but I I don't, I don't know if you've gotten a sense of have have some people kind of come around on the transfer portal and, and the value of, of guys being able to get that fresh start. Yeah, Joe, I don't think, I don't think we have, and when I say we, I say Wolfpack Nation or any other uh, program or fan base have any other, uh, we, we have to accept transfers. Yeah. Um, that's just the way it is today. You know, when they changed the rule, we were doing it obviously before the rule, but now that you, you don't have to sit out for the year, I think every program is fair enough to say that you could possibly have at least two or three guys that could leave your program and you could bring in two or three guys. I think what's important is that, you know, the guys that you bring in, um, you you feel like they fit your system. Um, Sometimes you're going to get a guy from a program that his numbers may not look great. Look at Casey's numbers. They wasn't great at Virginia. Uh, Sometimes you'll get a guy who has great numbers, but – he may come to your program and his numbers could decline a little bit. But I think everybody has to understand this is the way college sports will go from this point on. And if you don't adjust your mind and you don't understand it, then you're going to be left behind because that's exactly how it's going to be. As, as long as you don't add Brad Davison, I'm fine. Okay. <laughs> I'm not planning on adding Brad Davison. <laughs> it was a good player. Just so you know that. I just threw that in there for you. That was for you. That was a good one for you. That was a good one. I like that. On average, people spend over a third of their life sleeping, yet most sleep disorders go undiagnosed. I'm Megan Gigling, General Manager of Parkway Sleep Health Centers. Sleep struggles left untreated can lead to health problems and have a serious effect on your quality of life. We've served the Triangle for 20 years. Let us help you get the sleep you've been dreaming of. If you're in need of a sleep study, a knowledgeable doctor, CPAP machine, or supplies, Parkway has you covered. For more information or to schedule an appointment, visit parkwaysleep.com. Sound sleep, sound health. Are you ready for the big game? At The Designery, we can help you arrange your kitchen in the perfect way to feed everyone coming over for the big game. I'm Dana Merrill, the owner of The Designery in North Raleigh. And I am True Merrill. I am the project manager. The Designery is a lovely kitchen, bath, and closet remodeling company. We do pretty much any of the utility spaces in your house. If you want to store things in your cabinets, if you want to work on things on your countertops, if you want to uh, have a floor that can get wet or muddy, we're the place to help 
help you fix your home up. We are the Designery North Raleigh, located at 3030 Wake Forest Road in the Holly Park Plaza. We would love to see you or visit our website at thedesignery.com. In year five, is there something, if, if, you, if we had the time machine and we could have gone back to uh, April of 17 or March of 17 at Reynolds Coliseum when you were introduced and we had the ability for you to come up to me and say, hey, I need you to tell me X. I, I wish you would have told me X in year five. What, what is that one thing you probably wish you would have known at that introductory press conference? Wow, that's a lot. Um, as it you is. Know, this is pack therapy, though, Coach. This is what we do. That it, this is pack therapy. <laughs> you know, as you know, Joe, and some of it I can't get into a great detail right now. Um, I would say this four or five months after I took the job here, a lot of things changed. Um, um, certainly that will be a discussion for another day. Um, but, you know, it, it was some challenges that, you know, we had to, you know, get straight in within the program. And when you say culture, sometimes people think that you're taking a dig at uh, the former staff or uh, former players, and that's not right. Um, but I can tell you the culture of our program wasn't where I needed to be, nowhere close to be where I wanted to run the program. And so it's been a lot of stuff that we've had to change internally to show a better, you know, put a better product on the floor uh, for everybody to see. And that's a lot of the things, to be quite honest with you, that, you know, if you are just a normal fan, you don't get a chance to see all of the behind the stuff scenes and some stuff that had to change in order for us to be, um, competitive in, in all areas, and that's, that means academically, uh, socially also, and then basketball-wise. Um, you know, well, you we had took some APR program. work to do. I know, you're, I know you're alluding to the NCAA investigation, which you can't talk about, but there was also some APR issues that you had to fix, so I think that might be one of the things that maybe people aren't aware of either. Yeah, Joe, we had to, we, we've had some challenges, and you, know, you think about the, when we took over the program, the previous staff had some success early on, um, but, you know, to be honest with you, when we took over the program, the program hadn't won many ACC games in those last couple of years before right. I got here. And so we had to change the mindset. And um, But I wouldn't do anything different. Uh, it's, been a, it's, a bit, it's been a building process. And I understood that when I took the job, um, to your point, there were some things I didn't know uh, that I wish I'd known. But at the same time, it makes it all more – you know, rewarding when you get it turned around because, you know, you just got to, you got to continue to build. You got to continue to get the right people in here. You got to understand, um, you know, we've been fortunate, Joe. We could have been in situations where right now we've never had a losing record in the ACC. We've had, you know, three of those four years have been above 20 wins and probably could have gotten there this year. We didn't have a shortage of games possibly. Um, so we've done a lot of things and we still got a long ways to go. But I like where we're going. But I, if I told you that it was easy, uh, I would be completely lying to you because it hasn't been. Do you like going into a season like this where there are no expectations as opposed to maybe year two after, you know, you were able to, you know, pop and get into the tournament and then people are like, oh, OK, we'll do it again uh, with a different group. But maybe like a year like this where, you know, quite frankly, you're probably being overlooked. Is, is that a position that you prefer? to having, you know, higher than, than to having higher expectations? It certainly gives you the element of surprise. It gives you the element of being able to play the underdog. But I, I, to be honest with you, I like when you're 
expected. I like when you're playing well and people recognize it around the country and, and they look at you and say, hey, this is a team that's supposed to win or this is a team that has the ability to win. Uh, when you're you know, kind of overlooked as we are, um, as a lot of programs are, you do have the opportunity to say, you know, hey, guys, nobody's paying attention to you and here's what you can do. But from where I standpoint, you know, I didn't, I didn't come to NC State to, to completely be an underdog all the time. I knew that early on. We want to be in a situation where people understand and respect us as a program. A bigger, another bigger picture question for you. How do you handle Twitter? I feel like you don't even follow me on Twitter. Your wife does, but you don't. <laughs> I, I, Joe, shout out to Georgette, the real MVP of the family. Shout out to Georgette. Yeah. yeah, shout out to Georgette. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't I handle Twitter. Twitter is the way I do. I typically only use Twitter, to be honest with you, to check some of the recruits. kids that we're following yeah. and recruits. And, and to be honest with you, those who are already on my on my team because basically I started following those guys when I'm recruiting. So if if there are people out there that are saying so much great things about me, I don't even know about it. And if they yeah. say so bad things about it, I don't know about it. I just, you know, I don't think, uh, I think so many people are defined or let their day be defined by what someone says on them on social media in a good way and bad way that I don't do that. I just, you know, I, I lock into what I do and, and don't worry about what Twitter says. See, I need, See, this is now pack therapy for me because I need more of that in my life, right? Well, like, Joe, you are you are king at social media, from what I understand. And from what listen, you understand, but, yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> yes, but I'm gonna but I'm gonna tell you this, Dell. In your profession and and the the job that you do, you have to be a part of that. Um, my in my profession, it's a choice, right? And I just don't choose to, but you have to. You know, you are in the in, in the information world. And you do a great job of getting information out there. And so I think you have to do that. In my situation, it's like, do I choose to be a part of that or, or I don't? This is where I was coming from because I saw this the other day and I got irritated because I, there's no context on Twitter, right? And I, I'm trying to make peace with this, okay? I really am. And this is, I'm talking professionally right now. But I saw something the other day on Twitter and it was basically... Kevin Keats hasn't made the NCAA tournament since his first year, and he's going into year five, and he's on the hot seat. And I'm sitting here thinking to myself, now, wait a second. Yes, technically made the tournament first year. Yes, I get that part. But your 2020 team, like, are, are we not going to acknowledge that a pandemic shut down that tournament and that your team would have been in that tournament? Like, is, is it not okay to acknowledge such things? Joe, I think it's, I think it's perfectly okay for someone on Twitter to have that opinion. And in what I've learned in, in my history of days is sometimes people will make a statement just to see if they can get some responses. Okay, that's fair. Um, and, and to me, it doesn't matter. I'm, I'm never going to be mad at anybody for their opinion, especially if they don't know. Like some of the people that may say something like that, they, they haven't been in the program, they don't know enough about it, they just pick up the phone uh, and maybe just woke up in the morning and decided that, you know, would sleep in their eyes and maybe I'm going to tweet something. And it depends on how you believe that. When you look at what we've done, I'm, I'm proud of what we've done. You know, I, you and I have had some debates over the years, which have been great, healthy debates. That first year we were, you know, 11 and 7 we went. The second year I thought we should have went, uh, winning 24 games that year and 9 and 9. I know there were a lot of conversations about the non-conference schedule. Right. Right. Uh, 
but when but when you look at what the NCAA said was their main um, tool to decide, we, you cannot deny that we were thirty five in oh, a net. They and ignored some it. Teams they went, ignored their main. Yeah, tool. they ignored yes. it. Right. No and doubt. Some guys were. We had a couple teams in the seventies that went, and then the following year was the pandemic. So yeah. we could rightfully so be out of those four years that we've been there, we could also, we could rightfully so have went to the tournament two out of the four and one of them being a pandemic. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I was curious about how you try to make peace with some of that. I know it's, you and I are of a similar age and I know the social media is, is supposed to be for the Utes, but man, oh man, there's, there's sometimes I'll, I'll I find a stray out there and I, I dwell on it. I'm not going to lie to you. I just kind of, I, I catch it and I get it in my feelings and I'm like, man. And then I realized to your point, that you can't that can't be something that defines your your daily success or e- either way right confirmation or the other way so uh, oh yeah joe what ha- what what happens in situations like that is somebody will throw some out there and if, if a bunch of people jump on it they'll they'll um, it's a popularity contest for them and they'll be like oh man yeah but if nobody says anything then they forget about it <laughs> they won't say anything right and um it's it's just the way it is. it's the world that we live in. You know, we live in America. You have the right to be able to tweet some of that stuff. You have the right to be able to give your opinion, and I respect people's opinion, even if they're most of the time they're wrong. Well, it's my opinion that you're going to have a normal season. That's my and that's my hope for you, because uh, I don't think people realize how difficult last season was for for the players and for coaches and their families. You know, quite frankly. Um, so that is my hope for you for this year for year five. I think you got some guys on that team who could, who could be pretty good. Um, I'm going to be taking Terquavion Smith in my ACC fantasy draft. I don't care what you say. You've already said enough about him for me to know that you like him. That's all I need to know. The opportunity will be there for him. Um, but best of luck to you. And, of course, we will catch up as the season goes along. Uh, but, again, appreciate your time as always. And uh, I know the uh, Jaleo boys who are on the mend are looking forward to seeing the Wolfpack run this year. So. Appreciate your time, well, Kevin, and appreciate you visiting with me right here on Pack Therapy. Well, Joe, uh, thanks for the therapy. I could, I absolutely needed that, and we can <laughs> do it some more. And uh, speaking of social media, you know, this is a positive thing, even though I didn't get a chance to see a lot of it. Um, the Julio boys were in everybody's prayers, and man, I'm 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 praying for your family, and I know those two guys will recover great and. Um, you and Jessica have done a tremendous job handling this and showing all of us that, you know, how to get through some type of adversity where there is no book about it. And I got to be really honest with you, man. I'm proud of you guys and how you handle everything. And I pray for your boys every night because I, I'm, I got two sons. And even if I didn't, I know how dramatic that could be a traumatic that could be to any family. So God bless y'all, man, and continue what you're doing. And thanks for all you do. All right, Kev, appreciate you. means a lot. And, uh, you know, I won't be seeing you that much this year. You have some, well, new, what, you have some new seating arrangements, speaking of pack therapy. Uh, that might be another episode. But, uh, no. Yeah, what's I, the, hey, listen, I, I don't know all of that, so you got to hey, – that's another therapy thing. That's right. I will. I'll have Craig on to talk about it. Don't worry. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got – hey, don't – whatever happens with seating, don't blame me. No, I, I, do I no, I don't. And you know what? It's it's not uh, not for me anymore. So, But I will I'll obviously be following, and we'll uh, – We'll stay in touch, of course. And uh, again, appreciate all your time and your help. You're the best, Joe.
More great news for Cary commuters. With the new GoCarry app, you can track your bus live on the interactive map feature. Stay informed with the latest news and service updates right at your fingertips. Save your favorite locations and routes for quick and easy access, making your daily commute a breeze. Plus, with the GoCarry app, you can easily connect to GoCarry.org for even more resources and information. Best of all, the GoCarry app is absolutely free to download on the Apple and Google Play stores. GoCarry, where getting there is just a tap away for the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase it's a culture and the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe for the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer call clickgranger.com or just stop by granger for the ones who get it done it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.